0: Show. Very excited. Love that theme. But listen, before we bring the judges in, I kind of want to chat with you about a couple of the competitors, because nobody knows our monsters like we do. So I am concerned about Mary. I felt for her because I could tell immediately she was very much locked in her head. And as a seasoned performer, that really stuns me. So she's in Brooklyn, she has this like legendary status. And I feel like when you're in that kind of environment where you're in your comfort zone, you can kind of get away with a lot of shit. But coming here, she's competing with other powerful monsters and she's stripped of all that status. And I think that got into her head. Part of her charm is that she fumbles and she has fun with it. I feel like here, She's not bringing that out. Like tonight during the performance, I felt like her and Coco got up there and it wasn't the space they expected. Like she had a mean look on her face the whole time. You could see it, it was written all over her face and you know what, we'll bring it up tonight in judgment. Now someone I felt like really fumbled is Betty. Oh, Oh, that hurts me right here. She got on stage and it was like she was afraid to be the star. Absolutely. Like, it hurt me because I'm like, I know that you're a star and you're a good performer. I'm like, why are you afraid? Yeah, she needs to believe that she's a star and she needs to start believing it now. I mean, a lot happened, right? Her wig fell off, that's, mm-hmm. that's pretty bad, you know? She was fumbling around and you could tell she was nervous. The sun may be rising on her vampire beach party. I hate that, because I, I, I really love her. Listen, I think time is running yeah, yeah, and yeah. we should bring in the guest judges and start judgment. Let's do it.
1: Aloha,
0: uglies. Well, aloha,
1: which
2: means hello and goodbye, uglies.
1: Yeah, that reminds me of Miss Congeniality when she's like, so aloha, like when you're on the phone, you know, if you say aloha, how do you know if you're like saying hello or if they're just saying goodbye?
2: Asking the important questions at the
1: top of the show. (laughs) First things first. Well, just referencing miscongeniality. Uh, another pageant of sorts, you know so sure. Yeah, okay yeah, yeah, relevant relevant reference. Yeah. yeah. But there's bathing suits. So. There were
2: bathing suits. There were bathing suits. I think somebody fell at some point at some point in that movie. Right. And I think someone maybe <laughs> fell at some point from the top to the bottom this week. Um, oh so yeah, yes, I see a yes. correlation.
1: So Mary, the question on everybody's head, is what does being in your head mean?
2: Oh, my goodness. I feel like I'm listening to a Cranberry song. You know, all this. I'm in my head, in my head, I'm in my head. It's like a bunch of zombies. Do you have to let it linger, Mary? Yeah, Yeah. My God. (laughs) Um, So, uh, I mean, you'd think that would be our last chance floor show song this week. But I, so one of our Mary, Sister Mary Kyle, I think uh, sent an email bringing up, I think a pretty fair point that, kind of spans across all of the the drag shows and we saw certainly saw a lot of this week on Dragula of the explanation being I just I got in my head I got in my head you know it kind of all goes back to you know you forgot Tammy you're a star you forgot Mm. and so Mm. it's been a running theme probably throughout you know since these shows have started but My armchair analysis, and this is based on absolutely zero data. So, you know, take this with Big Fistfuls of Salt, is that, like, it is becoming more a part of the conversation in these in these shows as we humanize these performers. And Mm -hmm. it's less of season two, season three, uh, you know, cutthroat competition and even Project Runway cut and cry. And it's more Mm -hmm. kid gloves. And it's okay to forget your words and drag is art and art is subjective. I think mm. what goes with that is also acknowledging when, you know, you become your own, I guess,
1: inner saboteur. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's like an excuse. I think it's just another thing, another way that the judges and then even the contestants can kind of humanize themselves. Um, although, when Mary said it, it did sound more like an excuse. But, um, you know, it is what it is. I think being in your head is, is yes, the interseptor. But sometimes that's just like your emotions get the best of you. You're not in your body. You're in your head. If you're in your body, then you're just kind of acting out and you're uh, going off of everything that you've kind of worked up to. But your head often Um, questions what your heart wants to do. Your head is what slows things down. Your head is what kind of complicates everything. How is Um, your head? Well, I haven't had it. Yeah. <laughs> good question. <laughs> a little rusty. <laughs> My rusty head. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> I read about that on Urban Dictionary a rusty head. It's not good. Oh, a rusty head.
1: Yeah. Not that doesn't sound good. No, Mary. it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it burns. Doesn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think uh, for for the drag competitions in general, getting in your head is the kiss of death, right? Like if you see the queen even recognizing that they're on camera, or if they realize that they're on camera and that there's thousands, millions of people watching, uh, that will kind of mess with you. You have to just be in the moment to quote kind of RuPaul, right? Well, yeah. Uh, wrong show. Right. Yeah, but, right.
2: I know. I'm out, am I at Bridges and Drag right now? Like, you know, yeah. which advice am I taking from who? But it, there is certainly an overlap.
1: I don't know if – I think the Boulet's approach to getting in your head is, hey, just – just go back to being yourself go back to your instincts because that your instincts are what got you on the show and so it's interesting that we got this little kiki key key from drac and swan before the main judging i thought it was interesting that they talked about two very popular brooklyn drag queens first and, and then even Betty was a part of this conversation who is also well-known and is in LA. Um, I, you know, and then obviously they did talk about Dolly, but for, for good reasons. But it is interesting that they talked about the Brooklyn Drag Queens first to kind of, I don't know, is it because there's such a large audience in that city? It just seemed very interesting to me that we got to see this. And maybe they felt the need to explain why Mary was going to be safe um but i think they could have easily put her in the bottom and then saved her uh it it just it's interesting that coco is in the bottom over mary
2: well i i think with mary i mean the whole idea of like i'm a brooklyn legend it's like Oh god, you're such a fucking New Yorker. No one outside of New York cares about New York, let alone Brooklyn, Mary. I mean, come on. And this is coming from someone who lives right, in Queens, Mary. you know? Like <laughs> I'm not trying to be anybody, but like th- that I think that is the wake-up call that like anyone living in New York gets when they leave the city is that nobody outside of New York cares about New York, certainly the way New Yorkers do. And so I don't think there's any, like, ooh, we need to acknowledge the royalty in the room.
1: Oh, I see. I think
2: Mary is seeing that fantasy and having that fantasy, and it's getting in her head. And I think it is really interesting to give Mary a second chance and to say, like, the problem is you're coming in acting like, you know, oh, I'm the queen of Brooklyn, and that doesn't mean anything. And so... That doesn't have any currency here, and so you might want to stop trying to flash
1: those dollars. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, you're tripping on them. Yeah. You know? I, I, oh, tripping on them. I, I do, or or shining a light on them, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I I don't know. I think reaching for she's coming in thinking she's royalty, but she's not here in this space. It's kind of it's kind of a big assumption. Uh, and I well, also think,
2: I mean, I think the but, editing supports it with like, well, you know, I've been doing drag for 10 years in Brooklyn. And, you know, yeah, yeah, they, they, they use
1: that clip. Yeah. They use they, they did support it. Um, and she does call herself the queen mother of Brooklyn drag. Uh-huh. I get all that. Um, and that they could have used that, you know, later in the season. You know, I don't know. I, I, I'm just kind of trying to find a different angle here, because also by the boules bringing it up. Also kind of points to it. So it is interesting that they're almost creating a reason why she got into her head, even though it might have just been that she forgot her words and then got upset or she. And was stuck in that
2: costume.
1: Yeah, she got stuck in the costume or she didn't. She thought she was going to have more space. It didn't turn out the way that she was going to be. Or, you know, the lighting was really dark or, you know, all yeah. lots of reasons to get into somebody's head. So I did think it was a little bit of, you know, the show being like, let's create this storyline. Well, I mean, I think
2: we'll, we shall see next week because I feel like the narrative of somebody... I mean, they kind of did, they tried this, at least with Lizabaletta, or the narrative seemed to be trying this with Lizabaletta of coming in and being really cocky and then getting kind of knocked down a peg. And I feel like it's a similar situation with Mary, except I don't think Mary's being cocky. I think that the reason they gave her a pass is not that she's like acting like the diva in the room, but that she's so caught up in who she thinks she is that she's not seeing how she's presenting herself and mm. like not seeing, you know, she's in her head. She's not seeing who she is in the competition. Like I, I the reason I say let's see till next week is because I'm I'm interested to see if Mary takes this advice, and um, I don't know if if she starts to have more fun in the competition because yeah, I think it's, they want her to have more fun. Yeah, it's one thing we saw this again with Drag Race UK with Scarlett, where it's one thing to forget your words, but to then like make faces about it and, and like be uh-huh. visibly upset by it. It's like, girl, like it's a drag show. And, yeah, yeah. And like
1: you forgetting, you're dressed as an angler fish. Girl. Yeah. You like, forgetting smile. your words yeah. <laughs> is less of a
2: big deal than the fact that when you forget your words, you, you throw a little hissy fit, you know, like that's mm-hmm. the problem. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, I they did mention, you know, uh you know, we, your part of your charm is when you mess up or when you mm-hmm. fumble that you have a good time. And I have to say seeing Mary live, it's not the cleanest show, but I don't think it's supposed to be and that's why it's very entertaining. Yeah, I
2: I feel like, you know, that's just like she just proves that point off the show that like, oh, it's not about getting it right. It's about, you know, uh I don't know. It's about getting the, the point of it, I guess, you know, um, getting yeah, the spirit Yeah, seeing the of bigger it.
1: picture, Clint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, seeing the bigger picture. Yeah,
2: yeah. Don't fuck the big picture, you know? <laughs>
1: um, so uh, the other part of this clip was their discussion of Betty. What are, you, what are your thoughts? Well, we, we talked about it a little bit before
2: we started recording, but like, you know, I, th- I think she's even said on Twitter that the, the wig was supposed to come off. I mean, I was getting one of the witches from the
1: witches. I love that her wig came off. I thought it was brilliant. I loved it. I thought her look made sense still when her wig came off.
2: I thought, thank God her wig came off because it added something to that illusion that I think it's kind of like with the Elvira last week where otherwise it was all pretty straightforward. But she had the teeth. She had the eyes. And then to have the wig come off and you realize, oh, my God, she's. She's, you know, a grand high witch, you know, follower. Mm -hmm. Those were all the details I needed. Again, it's like Louisiana Purchase. I don't need it to be anything more than that. And so I was very surprised that that got dinged. I I felt like it was very obvious that was part of the illusion.
1: Yeah, I I agree. And they are, you know, they're kind of kicking the ground, kicking rocks, because they're like, oh, man, we really wanted her to do well. And... I think it's just like a little early to be saying all of that. It
2: is interesting when, I, in a way, like the judge is showing kind of a subjectivity. Like,
1: oh, I just, mm-hmm. it just
2: hurts me to see her not do well. Like, it's, I appreciate that. Is it because
1: she's trans? Like, is that why they're, you know, yeah. uh, acting that way?
2: Right. Cause yeah. I guess there's that sense of like, you know, uh, though all like it it hurts to see any of them that do well that's why you picked all of them and so Mm -hmm. you know it it kind of gets to a certain point where like yeah at some point all of them are gonna not meet your expectations that you had when you cast them on the season so at some point it's gonna hurt to see all of them go you know what i mean Um, yeah i feel like formaldehyde it didn't hurt to see them go because it was kind of like I feel like in a way it was like, oh, these were the things we were concerned were going to happen. You know what I mean? We were concerned mm-hmm. there was going to be a mask, not so much a big problem. We were concerned you weren't going to have performance, you know, experience, and it was going to show on stage. Did happen, you know? Right. Um, we were
1: concerned you were going to wear Club Kid shoes. Yeah. Did right. Yeah. yeah.
2: Didn't even think that anyone would dare to wear fucking Club Kid shoes on on season four and at you know and and a half with resurrection and look who comes clomping in so uh, I, there was less emotions i think when that happened but that's true you know, that's
1: very true yeah. you know it, it that was spite almost yeah yeah <laughs> you know with
2: betty it's like i i think you know i mean certainly she kind of went to this place of like oh i have you know representing her community uh, for me i i've really been kind of enjoying betty outside of being like you know the trans woman in the competition I've, I've found her to be a really good narrator. i found her to be kind of an enjoyable, you know, easygoing presence in the workroom. Like,
0: mm-hmm. I've been kind
2: of cheering for Betty... Less is like, but we need the representation and more is like, I kind of like Betty, you know?
1: Yeah. Can't we just like Betty? <laughs> I, <like laughs> I kind of
2: like Betty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like Betty. I do, though. I really enjoy her. Um, and
1: Yeah. No, Betty's Betty is uh, a light in the dark boudoir, you know? Yeah. Well, let's let's scoot
2: back to, you know, the beginning of the episode and let's get into it, because I think. I have certainly, you know, if the Boulets are going to be subjective, I certainly have my own subjective opinions. So, yeah, um, me too, me too. You know, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna plant a lead here. I think there were ways this floor show could have been improved, and okay, I, so I'm gonna plant that there, and then we'll get into it. There were things where I was like, hmm, oh, I mean, nobody asked me, but you know, <laughs> well, I have the mic, while I have the talking stick, um, but we'll get into it. I. I am gonna resist as much as possible, but listeners of season thirteen of Drag Race know that it is probably inevitable that we start to cast the cast of Dragula as school teachers. And I'm really sorry. Mm. But if Mary Cherry's gonna come in looking like an art teacher, then I'm gonna make her a fucking art teacher or an English <laughs> teacher. I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> right. Um and in the confessional she's giving me gym teacher. So like there's I <laughs> She's giving me science teacher. Oh, well, science teacher, yes. I'm ge- I am also thought science teacher. The glasses then gave me science teacher. Um, you know, and then there's, you know, Miss Kane, Coco, the principal secretary, who just can't yes. with anything. So, and I just want to let you guys know that it's happening, and um, I'm just going to lean into it. So... Uh, All right, Mary. You've all been warned. (laughs) You've all been warned. We we currently have, it's already happened, actually. You're already in, you know, it's period two at this point, because J. Jolie's Lee's already a gym teacher. I think Mm -hmm. Mary used to be, but now she's teaching science. And uh, Coco is the principal secretary who's like, I just can't with this.
1: You know, sometimes when hiring, um, if you have a dual degree or you're certified in more than one thing, especially special ed, they will hire you into a department that maybe you didn't want, but then wait for an opening later as the school grows or as there's, you know, maybe a teacher leaves or whatever. So that it, it is very possible that they hire Mary Cherry you know, to help out with PE, but because she has certification in SPED and science that, you know, uh yeah. you know, Mr. Mr. Doctrine, uh of tenth grade, you know, he had to he had to quit. So, you know, Mary took over So to
2: yeah, her. yeah, Miss Cherry took over. I mean
1: Miss <laughs> Cherry Miss Cherry,
2: <laughs> you know, and she's got, you know, uh Miss Beaver is just across the hall and
1: they Oh my do God. Not oh they fight along.
2: they. F- <laughs> It's the bulletin boards. It's the lining up for lunch. It's the like, (laughs) you know, recess. It's lunch duties with the with the chairs. Like, there's always a fucking conflict with Uh, them. The buses. (laughs) No bus riders. No, not until two o five.
1: Anyway, all right, Mary, Mary, (laughs) uh, there's 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 things that I want to say, but let's talk about Mary v Sigourney, Uh, Susie. I gotta say. I did love this, you know, uh, Mary thinks that uh, Sigourney is just out for herself, and then Sigourney thinks that Mary is threatened by Sigourney. I I love the drama that they're creating, but it was revealed to me that they're just pretending when they're leaving the boudoir, and Mary kind of like shoves Sigourney like they're falling. Uh They're like play fighting and laughing as they're walking out.
2: Yeah. Adorable little moment.
1: Adorable.
2: (laughs) And then I was like, I love the two of you because there was another mini tell. (laughs) That was the big tell. That was like, Oh my God, you're making TV. I love it. Um, uh, is I think it's it's once uh, Zavoletta comes back in, and you know she's talking to Big Game, and there's a bit of a side conversation where Mary says, "Oh, something," and then oh, Sigourney turns and says, yes. "Oh yeah, intimidation." And it was just like, "Oh yeah," uh, there's no bad blood between the you know at the end of the day, Miss Cherry and Miss Beaver go out for drinks on Fridays after uh-huh. school. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fine. Right. I mean, I that being said. When when Susie, because when when Mary accuses her of, of playing a game, and the emphasis on that's what we came here for, <laughs> it was to me it was hidden figures that nobody wants to t- touch. You know, <laughs> it was the it was the coffee pod speech.
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. No. I I will say. Like a dog. Seeing... Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seeing Mary just kind of throw the beach ball, really like spike it really hard at Sigourney, and Sigourney just pew, oh. just bam hits it back. Yeah, it's very entertaining.
2: It really, they are very good at creating, you know, around the work table tension, tension, yes, yes. <laughs> lots of tension, yes, they lots of tension. They really, and then but then it's like at the end of the day. It's just a little, you know, playful push as they go back to class. Like, it's, uh-huh.
1: uh, if right. it,
2: this is just fucking recess. Yes. Sorry, everybody. I'm really stuck in this headspace. I might lose it by next week with the school shit. I promise. Are you in your head, Mary? I'm just, like, really in my <laughs> head right now. And I just, like, didn't know I was going to be judged individually, which is, like.
1: I'm really into head right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really into
2: head right now. I'm really into my head right now. I'm going to say Speaking pizzazz. heads. <laughs>
1: Yes. Speaking of head, though, I I this is just like a straight comment because we're talking about head. But I loved loved when Betty picked up the head during the floor show, and then just kind of like And it was like,
2: it yeah, it was like oh, <laughs> this baloney slamy is slamy It's slimy baloney <laughs> slamy, <is slimy. laughs> um, yeah, this baloney slamy.
1: Um. Anyway, I, I first of all just kind of to kind of go back a little bit the opening setting up the theme of this episode you know Nosferatu Beach Party I love this aesthetic I love this parody I think this is so clever and accessible and uh the right amount of fun with also gross
2: yeah the only thing that I would have wanted to add, or what I think would have really been great is if some they had some kind of camera effect or you know, post effect that really amped up the kind of like eight millimeter, you know, like 1960s grainy film quality. I feel like that deep,
1: <laughs> what are you talking about? They did, no, it was
2: oh, no, it was they did in the way that LaCroix tastes like fruit, like it was it, Ouch. they they <laughs> I. You can really lean in to having the scribbly lines and and just the the filter of it. There's more you could do, and I think it, okay. it makes a big difference. I think.
1: All right, I, I, I'll 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 well, agree to disagree because I thought it was pretty grainy. Yeah, it could be grainier. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're
1: arguing about done. the graininess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we're arguing. Right? I love we're the just idea. Expressing we're, our we,
2: we had we had a fight about the graininess, but we're gonna push each other when we finish recording, so it's all funsies.
1: That's right. We're just gonna yes. Yeah. Um, I one thing that Betty talks about <clears throat> and has talked about, but I think it was very much in this episode. She said we waited so long for a seat at this table, and I, I, th- I remember last season Dracula kind of. Addressing this, the Boulet's addressing this. Like, look, we've always been open to anybody. We just didn't get the right applications, like uh, strong applications. Yeah, and and I, you know, with with Landon as the drag king last season, um, I also think that in terms of Drag Race, and I know it's a different show and a different aesthetic. And man, this week was not good for the Drag Race franchise. Ay 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 uh, ay ay. But peppermint, uh, peppermint. Went on the show. I mean, I so it's, anyway, I, I just wanted to point that out, that the, the Dragula, when it was, a you know, a live event in L.A. that they hosted, had all types of drag represented before. Um, and I know it's not on TV. And then it got on TV, and the, you know, when they were casting, the top of the crop didn't apply.
2: That's why I say, you know, the idea of, you know, Betty going to this place of, like, you know, I'm representing my community and all that. It's not that I don't think that's true. I just think that there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure. And I think that she has other narratives that are more unique to her. And I don't think she needs to come in and I don't think anyone needs to come in and represent their entire community. Oh my God. I feel like that that is such a huge, you know, because that, and I think it's interesting because it's almost, it ties into like, Mary Cherry being like, I'm the queen of Brooklyn. Well, then you're kind of coming in representing like I'm the best of Brooklyn versus like I'm Mary Mm. Cherry. And Mm -hmm. Betty, you don't represent every trans woman. You represent Betty. And I just kind of want to see Betty. And I think that's true of all of them, you know, across the line, like drag from, what is Coco, from like Oklahoma City or something? Like, I don't think that that means like, Mm -hmm. oh, this is what Tulsa drag is, you know? Like, this is what you do. And I think that... You know, kind of in line with the topic of like queens getting in their head, I think it's interesting how that's become, we've seen more and more of that. And I also feel like we see more and more of like, I have to represent for a community or for a city mm. or for, mm-hmm. um, you know, yep. some kind of disadvantage. Savaletta
1: said it to Hozo. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, You're just being the representative from Korea. And it's like, <laughs> Well, yeah, I just. Zavaletti, you're saying that to Hoso. Meanwhile, Hoso's going to win. Right, you know right.
2: Mean? It's like, meanwhile, Hoso's like, yeah, yeah, sure, that's fine. So listen, I got to go because I've got like $100,000 to win in a few weeks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and i just (laughs) my contestant boyfriend is very upset over yeah yeah exactly
2: Uh, yeah yeah. my uh yeah my uh my 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 romantic subplot is about to end this season so (laughs) i need to kind of see what i can get out of this before it goes you know um
1: (laughs) totally um what did you make of zavaleta coming back in and that reaction I mean I don't talk a big game I am a big game it's kind of like I am the boom boom guy. yeah gun. you know I I got to
2: say I I identified with Coco when mm. she came back in and it was just like oh god like I touched oh
1: she wore that all over her I touched face. my
2: yeah. eyebrow as well you know and <laughs> I want a super cut already. The, the 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 eyebrow the back of the neck behind the ear I uh, love it I love it it's just uh, it's such a great affectation but um, but anyway I, I I find it all to be A bit exhausting I don't know With Zavaleta Where it's just like It's all It's a different type of reality TV That she's yeah, creating Yeah It's way. a different energy mm-hmm. Even that That aside That she had with Hoso Later I was like What is this What are you What are you trying to create Right now Yeah and, Right Right and I, and I just She's like Don't tell anybody do That any I was emotional yeah. It's like We all saw you Melting into schmaltz last episode what are you talking about <laughs> everybody knows you have emotions and you know that whole shtick of like well i don't want anyone to see that i have a heart boring boring, yeah,
1: it, is boring. it is very you know boring. like it's very young it's so
2: yeah. young
1: it's so like
2: i don't know i'm with jay joe lee where it's like actually the the what's so great about all of this is everyone's actually pretty nice you know <laughs> So here's the thing, Zavalletta. We actually, this is all kind of an act. Yeah, we
1: know you're nice. Yeah, <laughs>
2: like we, you don't have to do this. Um, so anyway, yeah, I, uh, I don't know, um, girl, girl, girl.
1: Uh, You know, and while we're on the, that topic, because we don't have to go too linearly. I mean, the fact that Astrid is having a meltdown, and then you have Miss Zavalletta. Just click clacking into the teachers' lounge and being like, "This is unprofessional behavior." Oh, Meanwhile, last quarter, yeah, she was insulting formaldehyde before formaldehyde got fired. Yeah, you know, like,
2: yeah, remember when we were doing the the quarterly, you know, uh, regional tests and you know, you ripped up all those scantrons. Yeah, I <laughs> and you made an outfit out of them. You know, <laughs> remember that. Um. <laughs> hey Mrs. Z Hey Mrs. Z Remember that?
1: Miss <laughs> Z Miss Z, Ms. Z. Hey, Ms. Remember Z. your Scantron remember outfit? Scantrons? Remember the Scantrons? Yeah, you were crazy <laughs> You were blowing me yeah. Miss Z <laughs> You were like No one can fill
2: me in <laughs> no, no one can fill this in yeah.
1: <laughs> Fuck standardized testing Yeah, yeah. yeah Fuck this <laughs> The
0: SATs
1: uh, can take Mary. a seat. <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> oh, Mary. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the part that made me gasp, snap, crackle pop, wag my finger in the air, wave a hanky. I did not know. I had no spoilers. I had no idea that Dolly was going to come back. I thought that she, if she was going to come back, it would have been announced.
2: I mean, I had assumed that it would happen at some some point. Oh, you did? Well, okay. I figured with the end of Resurrection, I was like, well, this. I guess I had my hopes up. Let's be real. I had my oh, hopes up, you okay. know?
1: Okay. And I thought with COVID, it just wasn't going to happen.
2: Yeah, who knows? I mean, I obviously, we do know that it did happen. But I, I I, don't remember. I think maybe someone on Twitter or someone emailed us or on Patreon was like, you know, how Saint must be feeling. She has to go through the whole first episode. You know, mm. after winning Resurrection, and then Dolly like just saunters into the second episode. Nbd. Oof. I mean, uh, you know, I will say this: there was this um, on TikTok, which I'm not trying to give props to TikTok. I think it is part of the you know decimation of our society at, at large. But there is this there was this viral thing. I think it was called Couch Guy, and it was this video of like this guy's girlfriend surprising him at college, like with a surprise visit. And he's just like, there's just that face of like, oh my god, hi. Like, there's just kind of that. And I was just getting a little bit of couch guy vibes from Dolly with uh, her daughter. Of like, oh my god, hi. Yeah. I'm so excited too, yeah. I'm kind of getting that. Of like, ah, yikes. (laughs) You know what I mean? there's just a bit of a like, Oh,
1: I think, you know what? It's, it read like to me, I hear that. And I see that now. And that I just, that tickles me. Um, what I saw was a season two queen walking into season four and being like, Oh, is this what it is now? Where are the folding chairs? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Where are the folding chairs? Just kind of like, what's this energy about? Aren't we here to create fucking amazing art? Like, that's and and so there was just there's this coolness to Dolly when when they're walking in the boudoir when there's drama surrounding them when they're on the getting critiqued like there's just this coolness oh. to Dolly that is not too cool for school but almost like uh, I I don't know like the chill librarian oh you know yeah he is just so
2: slick I I would oh my goodness he. I, um, I think
1: they're they though.
2: No I feel like the Boole is referring to him as him and they and oh they, so okay. we'll take their lead. Okay. But uh him, they, that, there, this person, ugh. I am very happy to see Dolly in the competition again. And Same. I am curious to see what Dolly has to say next week, now that uh she's got empty nest syndrome again. An empty nest.
1: <laughs> empty couch.
2: He's yeah, got an empty well, couch. <clears throat>
1: I gotta say, the contestants with bridge of the nose piercings, Chef's Kiss, oh. both of them. I'm like, can we can we get a romance between them going? So it's Coco. I, Who else has a bridge? It's just Coco and Dolly.
2: <laughs> oh, I would. I could certainly see that. I mean, when Coco and Ho, or, or sorry, when Dolly and Hoso got paired up, I was like, actually, I also kind oh. of enjoy this too. Um, yes,
1: yes, yes. Well, from an artistic standpoint, totally. But also from a um, like. That's kind of hot. Let's you, watch. You guys this. are hot together. Yeah, it's yeah, a cute yeah, yeah, couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it is a very cute couple. Yeah, no, and especially what they did as monsters together, uh, and we'll get to that floor show act, which just was so good. But the but Coco and Dolly being on this season together, it's like okay, Uh you can't even. Call them trade. You just have to call them heartthrobs, you know. Yeah. And I say heartthrobs with like the blood gushing out because it's dragula. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah.
2: Heart, heart throbbing and just exploding with with gore. Absolutely. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah.
1: I'm using blood as a lube. <laughs> oh God. So so that's that's so dark. Uh, um. So slick. Yeah. And uh yeah that that energy is uh that big monster energy is just so. Um, I don't know, cool. And I, I would hate it if Dolly didn't go to the top now. And I think everybody in that room was like, oh shit. I think everyone wants Dolly spot. to be
2: the top in that room. <laughs> Mary laughing about sucking Dolly into her ass. So it's like, oh God.
1: Um, Girl, don't look at me in the eyes. Yeah. You'll get swallowed up. <laughs> yeah. I died. It was so I
2: died. funny. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone's happy to see Dolly be in the top. But indeed, throughout uh, most of the episode, especially. After the you know the the judging you know when Astrid was kind of losing their shit and Dolly I mean the big black you know contact lenses helped this but like mm. just a lot of staring and it felt like to your point of like oh is this what we're doing now I felt like this was Dolly seeing her daughter being like oh is <laughs> what you're not this I, I didn't raise this so I I do not. <laughs> You are going to be in so much trouble when we leave this restaurant. <laughs> it's you know?
1: not not without my daughter. It's not with my yeah, daughter. Yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> not my daughter. Yeah. It's <laughs> just not, not my, my daughter. daughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, throw my daughter from the truck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I am your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man. So uh, the one thing that happens before we kind of get to the floor show um there is a cute little moment, I guess it's cute, when Mary uh comments on uh Zavaletta, no, not Zavaletta, Susie and Astrid being paired together, and she yells across to like, Oh, well, she was talking shit about you. And then she's like, I know you heard me.
2: I know you heard me. Uh, <laughs> I know you heard but then but at that point I'm like the two of you are just ensuring there's good television going on. Yes. You know? like no, it's fine. And, you're, and yeah. they're doing it so well, you know? Because I also am getting... A bit of an adult in the room energy From both of them And so it's really Uh interesting to watch adults Fighting you know
1: Oh my god it's like when um, Parents are pretending that Santa Claus Is real yeah you know in front of the kids Yeah and
2: uh, you know I guess as a child of divorce I'm like oh you mean When parents pretend they're not fighting in front of their kids But their kids can obviously (laughs) tell and then They internalize it as their fault because no one's talking About it and then (laughs) it all Comes out later in their 30s and their 20s When they're dating older men yeah totally Totally, totally. Um, that's definitely, I got the same vibes. Yeah. Um.
1: <laughs> oh, good, Mary. I'm, I'm glad you got same that. Same vibes. Did, uh, uh, you know what? I also, just to kind of uh, give some praise to Zavaletta, I find Zavaletta's relationship with Mary adorable. And I love that she calls her, May we? Like, almost like she's saying, May we? Yeah, May we. But she's yeah. saying, May we? Yeah. yeah. Millie.
2: Yeah, I feel we've we've seen bits and I guess they fought a little bit in the no no Mary was a little bit Mary was kind of like defending her but yeah I feel yeah. like um I feel like seeing Zabaletta be friendly with something someone is helpful in terms of mm-hmm. enjoying Zabalete on this on this show um the pep talk with Hoso aside because I'm sorry but I'm just like yeah I didn't like yeah that. I'm not even
1: it felt very it felt very condescending
2: yeah so condescending I was like who are you to be uh, like oh my goodness yeah
1: yeah yeah. Let like, like go of her hand,
2: sweetie. Yeah, Hoso yeah. is an AP everything. She is the smartest student in this school. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> my
1: goodness. <laughs> um, Mary. Speaking of moments that I loved. Okay, and I I I know that you caught this when they come back in the workroom for you know the floor show day. Betty goes to her station and then Jade starts to go to her like old station. And Betty's like, no, over here, Jade. Jade. Oh, of course. It was like, come sit with me over here. Let's get these seats. Yeah. Let's take these seats. Ugh. Yeah. They're budding a little like friendship. Yeah. I, especially after how it kind of started, because I know Betty has feelings on that other television show as this Jade. And then for it to just be kind of, like, solidified with, like, oh, no, come over here. Sit with us. I just, like, oh, God. And I smiled from ear to ear. And I
2: think they're both, at least at heart, are they're both from, like, Tennessee. They're both, like, country queens. So I think there's that, oh. too, of, like, mm-hmm. you know, there's a little bit of, like, bumpkin bonding, which I enjoy.
1: Oh, bumpkin, bumpkin bonding. Bumpkin bonding. That's it. That's that's actually a cute little name for a, a sitcom, you know? Yeah, bumpkin bonding. Yeah. Bumpkin bonding. What did uh, you know, it's I, I think I saw on Twitter Betty Betty calls herself a heel person uh-huh. and the 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 subtitle said heel person. And I'm like, who got that wrong? Yeah. Who got that wrong? I get heel person because of drag. But clearly a straight person oh, thought heel person. Oh, my you know. God.
2: Yes, that must be what they thought, was like, oh, she's a heel person. Oh, maybe she doesn't dance well because she's in heels all the time. ay ay ay. You know, um, I do have to say, week two, another montage with the Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead music, and oh. I'm
1: feeling so good about it. You know, it's interesting, very different than the other drag show on television because we don't see who's interviewing them and so it comes across more like a documentary or uh, like y- you know what I mean like there's I think they used to do this the, on Project Runway right maybe yes, yeah yes. yeah I kind of, I am
2: feeling Project Runway I kind of love this I, I wish that Drag Race we're allowed to say it we can say you know this isn't you can't no, say I know, that on television I I'm, I'm just, not gonna get slimed I will I <laughs> Uh, hopefully hopefully i mean (laughs) if i'm lucky geez
1: you know uh i i you know the other uh, but you know in stark contrast with maybe not uh drag race but with project runway i i have questions for these contestants because i don't believe that they're doing any of their prep work in this boudoir
2: i mean that i agree i feel like we saw you know Susie sewing and i was like wait so did you not And it's hard to tell because there's, I guess with this challenge, there's potentially like, okay, we have to maybe create or alter some looks so that our, our duo looks match match up together. Um, And, you know, obviously some did that more than others. I I think uh, it was sheer coincidence that if there was anything in common between Coco and Mary, but, you know, I think with uh, Susie and Astrid, I think they were trying to be from the same
1: world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I don't believe that. I mean, maybe they're doing their makeup there. Maybe. But I still feel like that's all just the set and that there's actual, you know, dressing rooms, better lighting. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I just don't see all of the supplies. Well,
2: and the fact that that segment always ends with a fake interruption and the alarm, (laughs) it it raises the question of like, well, is that the how much of this is real? You know?
1: Yeah. Well, Mary, that's the thing which we have to keep reminding ourselves. Like, none of it is actually real.
2: Oh, certainly. I mean, I I think I I kind of love the fighting, the the fake fighting between Susie and Mary because it's that nice reminder of, like, oh, yeah, this isn't real.
1: This isn't real. Don't take it too seriously. It doesn't fucking matter, you know? Um, But Mary, oh, my God, I just had this flash. Like, could you imagine turning on this show and being very gullible and being like, oh, my God, they kill them at the end? Oh, I know, right? (laughs) Oh, why are we seeing this oh my god how is nobody talking oh my about
2: goodness this? the sacrifice they make for drag boy those goth kids are sure crazy yeah
1: i thought squid game was bad
2: yeah yeah yeah. is this like that squid game <laughs> i didn't watch that because of the subtitles you know i don't need to bother with that shit
1: oh right Speak yeah, yeah, English yeah just like and drag race thailand yeah. yeah oh my god right Ugh. Uh, we're kidding, Mary. It's yeah. just for those that don't know. Yeah. Um, Though I only did Mary... watch
2: one episode of Squid Game, so I do want to own up to that.
1: That's okay. Yeah. I, you know, it's not for everybody. I realize why you're not watching it, and it's not because it has subtitles.
2: No, it was because the first episode, like, 300 people got shot to death, and I yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll read the that. spoilers. Um, um, Mary, I want to talk about Vanessa Hudgens. I have to Uh say, coming on to Dragula after being on Drag Race and getting dragged by the fandom and then saying she's so into blood right now, completely takes the piss, all of the wind out of any hate that she got. I thought this was so smart. Say what you want about Vanessa Hudgens, but I thought this was brilliant.
2: I felt like she was giving me and this isn't this this is mostly positive. She was giving me real Paula Abdul vibes in a way mm. that it was like you can't even come for her cuz she's living her fantasy. Yeah. And you can't even come for it even if you cringe, even when she says I just think the fit fell flat. It's like oh okay, okay Carrie Bradshaw. But, you know, mm. meanwhile uptown I rolled my eyes, you know, but <laughs> I you can't come for her cuz it's like well what do you want from me? I'm Vanessa fucking Hudgens. I can do it. I'm yeah. doing what I want. And that was the energy I got was like and I think she did win me over when she kind of put on that that little voice of like I'm going to say pizzazz. Like she knew it was a dumb word, but she yeah. owned it. And that I was like, okay, well, all right. I can't.
1: If you have if you have the what's the word? The moxie to sit next to the Boole fucking brothers and say pizzazz. I I my hat is off my scalp is off yeah absolutely I think the ways in which she felt reminiscent
2: of that you know poor girl we saw on Drag Race in some ways even though she was you know much more somewhat of a different energy on Dracula the ways in which that I'm so into voguing right now energy came through just told me like oh you're still just being yourself you know what I mean like I didn't feel like. Because I think that would have been the misstep is for Vanessa Hutchins to come on and wear a leather jacket and do some smoky eyes and mm. then try to be somebody that she's not. And I didn't, yeah. and I felt like instead she was still very much herself. And again, you
1: couldn't come for it. It's like, well, that's who it is, and and yeah, she was she's paying attention. Yeah, no, I, I I I really feel that, and she loves drag, which I think you can't hate on somebody that loves drag, has the the fame, and and weight to be asked to be on the show. I just think that you know you, you can't come for yeah, her. Yeah,
2: isn't she like she started on like the Disney Channel, right? Like the idea that like uh-huh. she went from this like Disney star to dragula. I think that's. I kind of love that too. I think, um, yeah. I don't think of that as like a stunt. You know what I mean? Uh, right.
1: It's not like a drag queen doing Macaulay Culkin because RuPaul told him to. Oh,
0: boy. <laughs>
1: now,
2: this is a free skate episode, but for any Dragular listeners who are also Matreons or watching Drag Race UK right now, no spoilers if you haven't watched the episode yet, but oh, brother. I have, s- I, 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 this was not a good week for Drag Race UK. Or for fans of Drag Race UK.
1: No, it wasn't. Anyway, moving on to this floor show, I got to say, I know that you might disagree uh, because of what your thoughts are. And I'm really actually excited to hear your thoughts on how the floor show could have been better. But Gothic Surferama, if that's one of their original songs, Mary, I take back everything I said last week. Lucy did die and come back. And I love this.
2: So, the song is one thing, right? Like, the song is, I think, yeah, the song was great and was really fun. Here was my challenge. Here were my challenges with it. I think one, lip syncing with fangs is very challenging. And I think we can all objectively say that it's not, this will be by Dita Ritz. There's no, like, the, the whole fucking point of, of lip syncing is lost in when you got a mouth full of chiclets. Um, Yeah. So that was that was one thing I was like, ooh. and the only person, the only person who got around that was good old goddamn Hoso Teratoma. You know, Uh, Uh I just it was I mean, probably should have won the challenge, but we'll get there. Um, We'll
1: get there. The other challenge. The other thing
2: that I thought was uh, the thing that I thought the thought that I was thinking in my head was that uh, because I was in my head a little bit was that. I was surprised that they filmed this as a group situation versus kind of doing the what they do in a floor show or on Drag mm. Race where it's like, let's just film in pairs and then create a compilation because I felt like it got kind of crowded and the whole point of being in duos... I don't know. I, I, I understood the visual of seeing the beach party, so I get why they did that. I like that. I guess yeah. maybe maybe they could have done both, you know, like have a group shot, then do individual, you know, little set pieces, you know what I mean?
1: I hear you. I think that's a, fair, a very fair point. Uh, they could have done it in duos and then did group shots and made it like more like a music video. But there was something. I love how I'm going to say this more authentic, <laughs> about them all being at that little spooky beach party together. They're, you know, I kind of appreciated that. It gave them a chance to kind of also try to one-up the other groups, um, which I think was another kind of hidden curriculum here. Um, and I, I appreciated that. like their Their pair needed to steal focus. Um, so that was also part, like, something of a challenge. And I think that's also why uh, what's interesting with Dolly is Dolly stuck out so much because that character was vastly different than what anybody else was doing. Mm-hmm. It, it he, that Dolly took a character that was like, oh, no, I don't want to be in the spotlight and was put in the spotlight because of it. That's brilliant when you were on a crowded stage.
2: Absolutely. I think the, you know... It, the challenge with this was also that like the song, and this isn't in a bad way, it doesn't go anywhere right too it doesn't veer off the beach too much. So it's very so you have to have a lot the to The tide doesn't come in. No, the tide never comes in. It is just, you know, you can just lay out all day and keep your keep your feet dry, you know what I mean? And mm. um I felt like that was uh just the challenge of the song is it doesn't go in many places, and so you got to have a lot of bits and a lot of gags. And so, for example, when Betty's wig came off, I was like, "Perfect, great, that's perfect timing." You needed an, a, something new to play with, and now you have something. Yeah. And so it was, yeah. I mean, I think I see the idea of like groups upstaging each other, but I, for me, it was like, well, what am I, what am I looking at? You're fucking her with an alligator. You're boring. <laughs> you're spitting blood on her.
1: Cool. You're fucking You're her You're fucking out there, Mary. <laughs> You're just
2: mad. You're just this angry light post,
1: you know. Who? Oh Mary, yeah, the light post, mm. yeah. <laughs> so
2: it was like I don't know now, what to look at, you know.
1: It was a lot to look at and then I got to see the little pairs. Uh I did have one favorite uh sequence um that I'll talk about, but on the whole Mary, I got to say, please feel free to disagree with me as usual, but I thought every shot of Susie Weaver was perfect.
2: I think that the character that she created, yeah, I think was, was right for the moment. I, I thought she was great. I, um, I don't know if she would have been my winner this week, but I,
1: th- no, she wouldn't be my winner, but it I like she looked Fucking stunning in every shot. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, I just loved when they showed her. I loved it. And I didn't mind her fangs. If anything, yeah, I noticed that the fangs were getting in the way of the lip sync. And I thought it was, it was like how it would be a vampire. Like it was fine.
2: I think that she was one. There were others. She wasn't as bad. I feel like she worked through them pretty well. I I noticed what she, she was kind of over enunciating in a way that Mm -hmm. with fangs then just looks like normal enunciation. But there were others where I was like, I think you're just chewing croutons, girl. I don't know what I'm looking at, you know. I think you're making breadcrumbs over there, you know.
1: (laughs) Um, I also appreciated Jade's look. Jade was safe. We didn't really get to hear much from Jade. Yeah. But I, as a Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan, this type of prosthetic for a vampire, I appreciated, you know, the black leather jacket the, the high top blonde hair, the elf ears. Like, I appreciated this version of a vampire. And Jade continuing to show us, no, I'm doing different drag now, guys.
2: Yeah, I, I look forward to her getting some, you know, more featured moments. These first two episodes, she's been such a supporting character. But, mm-hmm. um you know, she's she's just got, she's exhausted from PE, you know? Like, she's, yeah, they're doing Volleyball tough. Week and she's beat.
1: It's, it's tough. She's been doing drills, um, you know. And before I get to my favorite pair, I also want to just praise the fuck out of Saints look. Mary, the more I look at this look, the smarter it becomes because it's this vampire, but the wings are black swimmies and the, the ears is a swim cap. Like this was a very, very smart and well put together look.
2: And it it reminded me of her the one look that she had during Resurrection. It was also like the '60s vampire inspired look. Yeah, and and not in a bad way. It was like, oh, I like I like that Saint has like this '60s vampire interpretation going on. It just it's <laughs> totally. uh, and again without too many details, without too much you know adorning it. She I think she's kind of like Betty, where it's like Saint has a really good eye for like the four or five details that give you everything you need.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, It's not overdone. It's just very edited and clean. One of my favorite things about this was that they showed the best parts of this floor show. We didn't have to, like, cringe at anything kind of uncomfortable going on or somebody clearly messing up and whatnot. And I just appreciate that. From a editing and production standpoint,
2: yeah, I feel like that's been the running thing that they do that drag race Thailand does of like, well, we want to have a good episode of television, you know, so right, right. Um, why are we gonna make the audience sit through somebody fucking up? you know? yeah, uh, I,
1: I couldn't have said it better. yeah, absolutely. I um
2: go for oh, it. well, while I'm making my cocaine touching her face montage, I feel at this mm. point I could make a super cut from every drag show, every drag series, of one of the guests asking the performer if they can borrow their outfit. And <laughs> I just wish that one of them had asked Susie Beaver if she they could borrow her outfit so that she could say, for free. And for free. Uh just keep that going. But I'm telling you, I that's my reaction. When if I were if I were a performer up there, you know it's never gonna happen. But it was like, oh, I need to borrow that look. It's like you can buy this look or you can rent it for a rate. But like I'm not gonna just fucking give this to you, Vanessa.
1: Totally. Oh my gosh, that's true. Yeah, but I I, I mean if you're this. on that runway and you're being judged, you do not wanna be Nasty. You don't want to be like, well, you could buy it. Oh, no. Like, of course it's like, oh my God, I'll imagine? take it off right
2: now and give it to you. No, of course you have to you have to lick their ass. But it was just you we hear that so often that it's just like mm. no, you can't borrow it. I just want one of yeah, them to say you could buy yeah. it. Want, even jokingly for someone to be like, No, you can't borrow it. And yeah.
1: <laughs> no, it's mine. No. <laughs>
2: Do you know how long it took me to make this? I'm just gonna give it to you. Yeah.
1: You could try Sears. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. You could. That's the react. The response. You could try Sears.
1: <laughs> Sorry, only comes in sizes one, three, and five. Yeah, you could try Sears. <laughs>
2: uh, but yeah, I just once. I, I I don't know. It just gets so exhausting. I guess it it feels similar to when you know. It's it's like. I feel like. Jan posted something. I know it's Jan. Even on a Dragula podcast episode, we talk about Jan. Jan. But I think she posted on Twitter, like, "No, I can't do your makeup for Halloween." You know what I mean? Like, just in general, Uh, "No, I can't do your makeup for Halloween." (laughs) It's just that uh, feeling.
1: (laughs) Fuck yes, right? Like, no, you can't have my outfit, and no, I'm not going to do your makeup. Yeah, unless you pay me. Or if you pay pay me, me. yeah, yeah. So um, ridiculous. Um, So we're we're kind of. Dancing around this, you think Hoso should have won. Dolly wins. Let's just praise Saint these wins. two. Oh, Saint wins. That's right. Saint wins and Dolly should have won. Right. Saint
2: wins. I think Hoso should have won, but I would have been fine if if Dolly won as well.
1: So, uh, yes, agreed. Uh, although I think Dolly should have won over Hoso. Um, mostly because I think that this look was so different that it it just it made me happy it felt like a villain in a max senate movie but also like the pervert on the beach like the flash i love
2: that i was like we uh, this beach party needs a pervert and yeah i mean dolly was amazing and i think like came in the second episode and was like well i'm a front runner now thanks I right. There was just something about Hoso the character that she created, and like that, mm. uh, the the face, and I guess the lack of fangs, and just the the painted on smile that just. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I I. It was the same reaction as last week. Was as soon as she appeared on the floor show, I was like, oh, "Look at you! Oh, you get it! It's um oh, oh I just like right away. It's like oh you yeah. get it, you get it, you know."
1: Yeah. The I, the best part of the episode that I just kind of like, just want as its own video on Twitter is the shots of Hoso and Dolly smearing blood all over each other. Oh, yeah. They looked so amazing. Do you know, Mary, I know you'll get this and maybe I'm wrong. So just tell me if I'm wrong. I felt like Hoso in one of those shots looked like, I think that tote bag you made of let's scare Jessica to death
2: oh yes i oh oh wow is it my birthday i let's scare jessica <laughs> to death reference and a tote bag reference yes there is for horror movie fans so it's when the infamous zora Lambert is on a beach and she looks back at the water where i think the um she first the was spots the ghost and it's just this it's this look but yes That must be what I love about this, is that Hoso is giving me Zora Lampert, let's scare Jessica to death
1: realness. Mm. and like stunning even though she looks like a monster. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like so fucking stunning. And she had the reveals that they talked about. I I thought that it's interesting that she kind of got red They're like, well, you kind of revealed to a little bit nothing. I'm like, what are you talking about nothing? She's this on the fucking beach. red suit, it's this lifeguard, you know. They thought the idea to put a lifeguard on the beach. That is brilliant and then you know interacting so well with Dolly I just I thought it was glamour horror and filth all together the two of them and I I probably would have given them the double win I I mean they were so they worked so well together yeah I
2: felt like this was definitely a double win if they were doing if they were you know doing wins by teams or judging on teams Um, Yeah, and yeah either way would have been fine I just think you know my heart you Know just a little more beat beat for Hoso, but you know, like uh, other organs have a little more beat beat for Dolly, so it all evens out in the end, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. If I were to change the outcome of the judging, I would have put Zavaletta safe and Sigourney in the top and 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 probably kept it at that, maybe taken Coco out of the bottom and put Mary in there, um, yeah. and and kept it at that, but Zavaletta, I I thought she did great compared to perhaps last week. But, you know, they they went to great lengths to say, oh, my God, you dug yourself out of the grave and now you're here. And it's like, yeah, but I I, I didn't see the lip sync like the Boulets did. You know, th- they got to watch her lip sync. I didn't really get to see that.
2: Yeah, I mean, to quote Leah Remini, well, I didn't get that. You know, I mean, that, <laughs> yeah, I, I felt yeah. the same way. I was like, oh, I, I guess I didn't see the moments you're talking about. I thought she was fine. Um
1: I mean, I love that they showed us the toenails. I just didn't see them in the floor show, mm-hmm. you know.
2: And I'm probably just still kind of salty because I just don't really like what she's given off so far in the rest of the episode. Oh, I see. The, as, like, a reality as a reality. Yeah, I'm just like y- sure. I'm not enjoying rooting for you. Like there's just that part of it of like, there can be someone who isn't doing well, but I love to root for them because I like them. And then, mm. you know, Jonathan Fox, maybe, but then there's like you know, someone who might ostensibly be doing well, but it's like, eh, there's no joy being in your camp, you know?
1: <laughs> on your beach. Or on your um, beach,
2: for that matter.
1: I And then similarly with Coco, not similarly, uh, the opposite, I think Coco got critiqued for not working well with Mary, and I don't think that was Coco's fault.
2: I agree. I think that it, they also kind of must have known that. They knew that Mary shut down... And I think it almost seemed like the advice was like, well, if Mary's just going to stand there like a lighthouse, then you're going to have to just, you know, crash past her, you know, like
1: yeah, you're going to have to, you know, uh, keep the keep keep the lighthouse. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're going to have it. to get
2: your flashlight yeah. out, you know, um, get a flare, you know, or you know, as Celine Dion says, take a kayak, you know, do something.
1: Oh yeah, take a kayak.
2: Uh, <laughs> Take a, every And you know what I think is, it's kind of like the smeared lipstick combat boots where I always do the arm. Yeah. Every time I say take a... You do the I do the kayak hands. Yeah, take a kayak. Uh.
1: Take a kayak. Oh, God. Uh, well, anyway, that brings us to Astrid's Meltdown. I think we kind of already covered this. Um, I do... I was more interested in Zavaleta responding to Astrid's Meltdown. I it just didn't feel fair at all. <laughs> oh, Zavoletta, I was like, shut up.
2: Like th- you th- this episode's just not about you right now. And yeah. I I was more interested in Betty crying in the back. The shots of her mm-hmm. just like quietly crying. I was like, oh, this is what gets me. And the like yeah. contrast of Betty sitting back there and like one or two close-up shots and then back to Astrid just spinning out. And I she says she had a panic attack. This is clearly someone who is very emotional and I could easily yeah. you know, judge or read into certain things she's saying, but it was just like, okay, all of this is somebody who is just, I get it, was in the top last week, came into this challenge feeling like, okay, I've got this. Now here, here's my drag mother. I fucking got this. And right, then right. it was just like, boom, 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 boom. You don't got nothing. And so- even if it did come off as like very immature, it's like i I can't say that I wouldn't or haven't been that emotional all about something that just you know was due to me being in my fucking feelings, you know in your head, you mean oh, I suppose that does happen sometimes
1: every once in a while I get into my head, yeah, you, you got in your head I got in my okay. head sometimes I get in so my you head, got in your head you know. <laughs> Um, some reactions to Astrid. I also felt were more interesting than Astrid. Um, Coco, her scathing commentary. Well, hopefully you come home more humble. And then Astrid's like, "Well, I came here for me." And then Coco's like, "It shows truly." Ugh. That I love. Miss Kane, love... yes. yes, Kane at her desk. Yes, yes, Miss Kane at her desk. The, I think she's more of an English teacher. Uh, just kind of like sitting there, you know, grading papers as she's totally reading. The children for See, I'm just seeing Astrid um, waiting to
2: go in the principal's office, and Miss Kane's sitting there at her desk, and like looks at her and oh. puts her glasses down and was like, "Well, I hope this sends you home more humbled." Well, I'm not here right. for learning. Yeah, it shows, it shows truly. And truly. And then she, you know, goes back to something. But you know, as this, as the season goes on, Miss Kane with her multiple qualifications may have to cover for somebody as an English teacher.
1: Yeah, right. Absolutely. Um, I also think uh, I loved Mary's reaction as well when Astrid was like mid rant and she was like, well, you know, it doesn't matter if my looks, I just want to be a fucking monster. And then Mary's like, well, well, wait a minute. Like, you know, the looks do
2: matter. Well, yeah, because Astrid's like, you know, the performance doesn't matter. The looks doesn't don't matter. It just matters how much of a super monster you are. And it's like. Well, how do you represent that? Is it by, like, fierce looks and really good performances? Right? Mm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I think if my if my dollars make sense, I think that adds up to the looks mattering.
1: I just love that Mary was on a different energy level completely. And, like, a good science teacher or even a principal um, will... Try to de-escalate the situation by bringing in a different energy. So, yeah, Appreciate
2: it. I and ends like an adult in the room as well. I think we also saw With a Dolly. real, yeah. uh, a real dichotomy of adult and child. And I think certainly Dolly, certainly Mary, Susie. You know, I think Betty. I think there's a. I mean, Betty's like the oldest in the room. I think you know she's definitely an adult. But I mean, mm. Astrid, very much not an adult in the room. And I. Oh it's it's a real whirlwind to go through. I like, sympathize, you know? Like
1: Yeah, I get it. You know, she she wanted her look to be one thing. I felt bad for Susie Weaver feeling like she needed to apologize, which she didn't. It was you I know, mean, how many I, people I mean, I get it. I get it. Like we were working together, but it wasn't Susie. Astrid walked out with fabric wrapped around her body. Like that and, you know, pretty good makeup. And then that's it. So And how many I, people are gonna know,
2: come for Susie? You know what I mean? Like she I feel like right. she is just the whipping girl this season. I yeah, just ay ay. I mean I know it handles it well, but I just feel like every time she turns around, there's just someone overreacting at her.
1: Mm, totally. Um there is a contestant that we didn't meet that was introduced backstage. Did you did you catch this dead contestant? Oh, no. The skeleton cat or dog on the couch?
2: (laughs) I definitely did not see the dead cat on the couch, no. Oh, it's not
1: dead. It's just a skeleton of an animal just perched on the arm of one of the couches. I, I, I praise the set dresser. They probably bought it out of Michaels and put it there, and a, I love a Halloween
2: it. Halloween <laughs> Michaels, maybe I can like maybe I can find that. I did not see I, uh, <laughs> I probably just, just blocked it out,
1: just sitting there as quiet as Dolly, yeah, it was just so observing. fun, so fun, um oh, anyway. I see it there it's it's sitting by oh, Betty,
2: gr- I love that it's kind of like an emotional yes. support dog for Betty, oh, yeah.
1: yeah yeah, yeah, um. I could only watch the leech part once and I barely watched it, but I did catch when they were on, like in between Betty's tits. Leech is all over my tits. Leech is all over my tits, Mary. It was disgusting and amazing. And I kind of get, I mean, maybe she lasted longer, I guess, than Astrid, but I get why Betty would have won this because she like also performed, you know, like Mm -hmm. it was yeah disgusting to watch you know what i mean i mean
2: the leeches didn't like just suddenly get between her breasts you know what i mean like that was, um and then like it was all it it was great but that certainly my first thought was like well we went from spiders all over my tits to leeches all over my breasts and (laughs) i i appreciate leeches in between yeah leeches in between my breasts wouldn't that draw a (laughs) crowd i was Happy to see that Betty, you know... Um, Betty Spaghetti? Betty Spaghetti. Mmm, <laughs> tasty. You know, that delicious Betty Spaghetti. Uh, <laughs> that she That she managed to last. I, you know, I was a little bummed that the kind of extermination video at the end, they didn't continue the thing of having the two performers who were up for extermination oh, appear right. and then killing yeah. one. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, it, it's kind of like as soon as, one, as soon as Astrid popped up, I'm like... Okay, well, Astrid's going home. You know,
1: I was waiting for Betty to also be on the beach same. and them to act it out, and then that didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, It's all right. All right, I like that it's the same theme. You know, I think Dragula does a really good job at that, um, just keeping the camp going. You know, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, and it looks like they're going to do something different every week, which is what they've done in the past. So, like Ugh, the the okay. cults, the the mass cult of the first episode is was just
1: the first episode. So. Um right. uh, horror icons, you know, and so the masks and you know buying the masks mm-hmm. and things, yeah, smart, very smart um, this was a great episode. I know that you had your kind of qualms with it, but like it was oh, I mean you enjoyed it critiques,
2: yeah? but not uh, yeah, certainly i enjoyed it i'm i it's you know obviously right now, you know, with patreon, we're currently also doing drag race u k and Canada's drag race, so it is really interesting to kind of have all of these running at the same time, and I think. Mm. Dragula, even even where I'm like, oh, maybe that would change or that, you know, it, it it still doesn't take away from the fact that this is probably of the three, the best franchise going on right now, currently. Like,
1: this is the most entertaining, the cast... I trust it more. Yeah. I trust it more because they're not pretending that it's not a show, you yeah, know? Yeah, and I think the, there's really good casting and I
2: think... I mean, you know, there's barely anyone left on UK, so there's not much to say about the cast. Jesus. But you know, it it's uh I'm I am really enjoying this and I I'm always like happy to see Dragula each season kind of manage to top itself and manage to grow and manage to get bigger and manage to, you know, um not drop the ball. So it like it's interesting yeah. right now to be watching Drag Race UK and like season two was amazing and season three I just don't think it's gonna you
1: know be the same. Yeah, they miss the football. Yeah, for sure. and I you know I think Dragula hit its peak for me on season two with how they did it. You know where you know with the folding chairs in the back and all of that. Like I like that more than these spotlights and the fancy boudoir and these like faux makeup and all of that. Like I I don't need any of that. I'm really watching Dragula to see how talented that artist is over there in the corner. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I get so excited about. Um, And, you know, and I do get that with these, you know, season three and obviously, uh, obviously season three and then season four. But uh, I do kind of miss the, Totally alternative version of Drag Race. There was, it's a, yeah. still, yeah. There was a, charm you know, it's still to, feeling a little too shiny, right?
2: Yeah, now. there was a charm to that, but then I also wonder how long you can do that before that starts to feel inauthentic. Mm. You know what I mean?
0: Okay. So I think yeah. I think
2: it's like a double edged sword because it's like, yeah, that feels more real, but if you do four seasons of it, like, at what point are you staging that versus like, sure, oh, you I know see. what I mean? Yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Uh. So far, so good. I think. I think those are all my th- I, I did take the note that Vanessa Hudgens laughs like a food processor, but that's still
1: <laughs> Yeah, she's a killer. She's a
2: killer, yeah. She's a vegetable killer. But you know, can't can't come for her. So
1: <laughs> She's a killer. She's a killer.
2: <laughs> she's a killer. You know, I was thinking about that of how you could do a mashup of RuPaul's song She's a Winner Baby and She's a Killer. And, oh. and I hated it. And I won't even say it, but she's I She's a killer. Yeah. She's a killer baby. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it a shower today the whole time. It's all I could hear.
1: Uh, well, Mary's, if you have any thoughts on Dracula and Esferatu Beach Party, you can reach out to us on Twitter at All Right Mary. Or better yet, you can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or tasteofreality.com slash allright-mary. And if you want, I am on Instagram at johnnyalso or on Twitter at Johnny also one
2: And, of course, you can find even more of me on my other two podcasts, In the Details, A Celebration of Nuance, or Best Supporting Podcast, A Celebration of Best Supporting Actresses. And you can find me on Twitter at Colin Drucker and Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And you can get even more of both of us, including aforementioned discussions of Drag Race UK and Canada's Drag Race and Deep Dives and just the usual metric fuck ton of content that comes out every single week at patreon.com slash
1: all. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Well, our last chance floor show this week in honor of Dolly coming back to the competition. And in my opinion, Dolly, you know, probably would have gotten the win if I was on that judging table. Uh, This is Night on Bald Mountain by Mussorgsky.
2: Well, if I was on that judging table, Dolly would have gotten more than a win, I'll tell you that much. She would have been on the top, and she would have gotten a bottom. So, uh, anyway. A couple of cum dumps. And a couple of yeah. cum dumps, you know? Oh, my God. Well, anyway. Cum dumps
1: from Brooklyn yeah. and Queens.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, a couple Outer Borough cum dumps, you know? <laughs> Extra creamy, just leave it on the plate.
1: Uh, ah, I love Outer Borough cum Outer dumps. Outer Borough cum
2: dumps, you know? They put a little shake of Parmesan at the end in the Outer Boroughs. They don't do that, Manhattan.
1: All right, Marys, uh, we'll see you next time. Enjoy, Mazorski. Happy Halloween. Oh, yes. Happy Halloween. Yeah,
2: and uh, Totsu's.